Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice. Toy fans, welcome to our Toy Addictions, your source for what was then, what's now, and what's about to be in the world of toys. We're Matt Bill Developers, we talk about it all. There's lots to talk about in our coffees of toy joy, so without further ado, let's talk little plastic people and things. I'm Matt, producer of this trip down the toys rabbit hole. To my right, that wacky lover of all things, Bobby Vella, Aaron of Six Inch. And usually across the table, your host and favorite seller of everything, Scalperon. Let's hit it. Scalperon is not here. Scalperon is not here today. He uh, he worked a 65-hour week, and he said his pussy hurt, so no, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can block that out if you want. <laughs> I love it. I love this. Daddy, my pussy hurts. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk toys, he said. Wow. No, I understand, though. That's I, what I heard. It's, he's, he, uh, yeah. he, uh, he can have a tough job, so he I, I got it. So he, so he was telling me, like, his gas line blew like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, it's then the, his he electric said he was waiting for Nicor. His electrical went out on Thursday. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, and then one of his women's bathrooms just like completely blew up on Friday. <laughs> he's like, dude, it's been a terrible week. I'm like, no, it's been a shitty week. Just be honest. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, he's hopefully he's sleeping because I've texted him a couple times this morning and I haven't even gotten a reply yet. So either he's regretting his decision to not come in today. Or he's still sleeping. <laughs> Probably, yeah. He's but I, I will give him credit. At least he calls in before he just doesn't show up, unlike one of me. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, that was funny. But, uh, yeah, that was that was a rough day. So, But like that morning, I had to get up at 4 o'clock again to take Jake to ROTC again. He's got a competition in Portage, Indiana. So uh, I just wasn't hungover this morning like i was at that <laughs> you feel like you're hungover though because yeah. you got us a damn early yeah i, I hate that i I've, so. I'm, I've been like that since i got school coming up I am and yeah. next next wednesday and uh i my mind has been I'm, I'm doing the same crap that i did both times before classes started right i'm just i can't sleep oh yeah. i get uncomfortable at night i my i go to bed and my brain is still reeling no, I mean, it doesn't even. I'm not even thinking about school. That happens, I'm thinking about though. 65 other things. Yeah, <laughs> it. My brain is still reeling, and I can't shut it off. And yep. oh, it drives me nuts. That's I'm trying goes, to get though. into a habit where I like climbing into bed at like no later than 10:30. Oh man! So I can be up when my wife gets up every day. I the mean, well, sleep, before she leaves. The amount of sleep I'd get if I went to bed before probably one in the morning would be amazing. Mm. So that used to be me all the time. Just <laughs> because I mean. Yeah, when I was like working my last job, it the last three years is I had so much so much stuff going on upstairs. It's yeah, just, yeah, that's it, rough. Things just got rough. But anyway, but then the funny thing is too is I got you have people always talk about FOMO, and so like we'll and we'll kind of get into this later. So maybe this is a little preview of, of what we're going to talk about later. But y- you know, you buy toys because you don't want to miss out on it. It's like uh, you know, like like the Phantom. The Flash Gordon stuff. I've got like, s- I don't need that stuff. I, I want a, it. I'd I got like a talking point about this later, but, but go ahead. I bought it because I started to see it less and less show up, so I bought it. I don't regret buying it, but did I really need it? 
So I've gotten a lot better at not buying the stuff that I want versus like kind of things that I need for a collection. And I focus on those collections. I mean, the bottom line is we don't need any of it. But I don't really have FOMO for toys, but I think I stay up to like one or two in the morning because I have like FOMO for life. Like I'm just going to miss that episode that's currently airing on you know, WTTW. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. not like I can't go catch it on Hulu somewhere. Uh, like I got to watch it now. <laughs> well, my, my problem with, my problem with FOMO is, is, uh, I mean, might as well bring the subject up now. Yeah. My problem with FOMO is the keeping up with the Joneses thing. Yep. Especially when I see my friends have the same stuff like you and Ron. I mean, yeah. cause we're all, we're, we're all three of us pretty close. Right. Yep. And I see you and Ron collecting certain things that, really interested me back in the day but i don't have to have it right i have my i have my first love which is transformers yep, yep. i just i mean I, I see a i see a transformer and i just get all googly eyed yeah but uh lately i mean like i was saying before i i always thought the he-man stuff was was pretty cool yeah i oh, was yeah. just kind of getting at the you know getting to the point where you know i i was that kid that thought you know what i played with was better than that stuff yeah. and it was just you know but it was it's stu- giant but it was, men and but it was stupid. It's hard it, to justify sometimes. Well, not only that, but it was <laughs> stupid because the Masters of the Universe had some wicked cool shit that went yeah. with it. Oh yeah, the the accessories and stuff. Yep. I mean, you you didn't see you know some barbaric looking dude with huge muscles like walking around with a freaking axe. Right. You know, you didn't you didn't see that stuff. It's just they they had a great idea and they ran with it and it became like a huge popular twenty. I mean, by all rights. It should have been. I, I think the big grab. So like you look at kind of some of the modern things going on, like kind of started like, well, the first time I realized it and then it got really big for a couple of years was like like uh, steampunk. So like Biodome. Right. right like right. So you get like that whole like, well, maybe it started with Fallout, too. So you get like the kind of futuristic, but the 50s feel. Right. Right. I think with He-Man, a lot of it was like barbarians, muscle men, and loincloths coming off the heels of a very successful Conan movie. Well, not well. I'm just gonna say but, it was a Conan movie. But then you add the tech to add the technology, like the Roton, the Road Rippers, like the vehicles right. that they had, like you know, and it was very cool. You had the, the very the, old, the, you had the, the castle setting. The uh, uh, what is it? The you know, it's, it's like uh. It, the 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 of might and magic feel yeah kind of thing yeah right. it was so yeah. it was a very cool mix of like sorcery and technology and I think that that hit I think it just hit a lot of kids I liked uh, I like the technical aspect of it more like many faces mechanic some of the guys that did robotics See, stuff, that was Roboto, the, that was the stuff that attracted you know. me too was the machinery like the uh, the uh, attack track yeah I thought that thing was badass that thing was and cool, it, right. and it functioned I mean the way it functioned was cool as shit it was a neat idea and you needed room to play with it because it was like. <laughs> like like uh, uh like when I was showing off that uh, oh hang that... on Ron's calling uh oh we we have a we have a calling in hello hey what's up what's yes you on? are actually you are live got your got my phone on speaker up to the microphone what's up are you alive am I a, am I a special guest this week you are are you are you are you on your way here. <laughs> No. <laughs> if you are, you better bring a damn microphone because I don't have one. He's on his way to the massage parlor. Happy endings, my friend. Happy endings. What's up? Nothing. I just I saw your text. I didn't know if you were here done or what. Oh, I just wanted to make sure that you're alive. We're recording if you want to swing by. I figured you'd probably be oh. uh, um, bowling or sleeping. Uh, no, I'm just going to run a quick errand. Annie and Misty are bowling there. They left this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Hey, I had to get up at four o'clock to take Jake to ROTC. So. Yeah, that's so you already have a full day in. Yeah, feels like it. I took a nap. Nice. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, it's kind of partially your podcast you're 33 percent invested so feel free to stop by i mean we just got started so we'll be here for 45 minutes if you if you swing in the doors open all right i'm going the opposite way but i'll let you know uh, <laughs> call back in <laughs> call back in. caller you're on caller yeah this is open line i just saw men at work the whole subplot of that movie was this open line thing funny good movie Nice. All right. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a call back when we're out of here. I'll let you know how it went without you. Probably gonna go really good. <laughs> I'll let you get to it, man. All right, bud. Bye. Bye bye. All right. Yeah, so. That was a quick call in from Scalper Ron. Better so to know that we know he's alive. Still alive. Yeah. But anyway, the reason I was bringing that up is because of the the keeping up with the Joneses thing. That's that's uh. That's an issue that I've been having, and I've been buying a lot of stuff that I so really don't need to have. <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because so my professional life has gone in a circle in the last couple of years. So super crazy. Like, so I worked for Crown. I left Crown. Worked, you know, went to this other place completely outside of the industry of what I do. One of the reasons that I left was I was actually trying to come back to Joliet. I was working at another location up north. I drove a lot, like way more than I kind of anticipated. And they hired somebody instead of me at Joliet. So I ended up leaving Crown. So now I'm back at Crown doing the initial job I used to do in Joliet, but I'm training that guy. So it's it's like it's a weird circle. Now, you know, I love Ryan. He's a great guy. He's probably my best friend at work. <clears throat> And but I've been a mentor for the last like year. So one of the things that I'm like always pushing off on, I mean, because he like he overthinks his emails and stuff. It's like, oh, is this right? I'm like, dude, just like put your words on paper and fire it off. Don't think about it. Like you got to stop caring about things. So I've been like really pushing this whole narrative about like, dude, you just got to not care anymore. Just go do it. Yeah. And so I've been like the more I say it, I think the more I try to do it. And I think that's, what's kind of helping me in regards to the whole keeping up with the Joneses. Like, I don't care anymore. Like I think transformers are cool. I give you guys shit about them all the time, but I love dinosaurs that turn into robots. I mean, who doesn't like robots and dinosaurs? If you don't, you're not a kid and we're kids <laughs> exactly. at heart. Right. So all the aspects are there are things that I like, you know, like I like mask, but I'm not going to follow you down the mask rabbit hole. Yeah. I, 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 I went down that one and I think that's going to be my second line. And so, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much selling off most of my stuff this, yeah. this, on the 28th. We'll talk about uh, the, yeah, the, we, we gotta, the, the Midwest con coming up too. So, so yeah. So I, the whole thing with like keeping up with the Joneses or like the FOMO in the toy line, I think, I think because of, like working with Ryan the last year and trying to get him just to not, I mean, it's crazy. Like what we do is very detailed work, but in a way you kind of have to step back and not really sweat the details. It's like, I'm telling him it's like, you know, from the professional standpoint, like, Hey, you don't have to, like, you can't like nothing. No base is ever always going to be covered. Right? right. Oh, for sure. But you just have to be ready to react to it when it's not, you right. know, we don't deal with that with toys. I mean, I guess the only reaction that you'd have is if you know that you want something or if you need something for a collection, you see it on a Tuesday, payday's not till Friday, you kind of wait. Like you have to, like that's the balance that you have to do in, in toy collecting. Yeah. It's like or I could spend the twenty two dollars now 
you know, when maybe I don't necessarily have it, or I could take a chance, try to wait till Friday, but you may never see it again, depending well, the, on how long it's been out. See, my issue with it, with it, uh, with it, those was it with it was do 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 do. The fact that I was just, I was just, I was literally just spending the money on it because I, I thought I wanted it. Right. You know, it was a, right. it was more of a want than a, and it's it's weird how that really that that line. When you cross it, the oh, you know, yeah. the, the want need yeah, line. Oh God, yeah. When you're when you're a collector, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, and uh, my uh, my wife called me out on it. I'm just going to be honest. She called me out on it, and she yeah. just said, "Look, you got this keeping up with the Joneses thing going on." And yeah. I mean, and it was a good conversation. I'm glad we had it. Yeah, I, I realized that you know, hey, you're you're buying all of this stuff as a coping mechanism. Just call it what it is, you dude. Got it was an intervention, right? It's she just, just didn't call yeah. us over to help her, <laughs> right? 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 I mean, I mean, she, uh, don't get me wrong. She's not the bad guy here. She's, oh no, no, no. She, yeah. She's totally the hero in this. Well, and in this I'm situation. guessing there was a part but of you that brought wanted it up, and it yeah. made sense to keeping up with it because I'm, you know, I started buying Batman because Ron's got Batman. I started yeah. buying E Man because Ron bought. And then now he's selling off all his transformer stuff. If we want the honest to God truth, I was, I was actually a little mad at him for about two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> you like, son hey. of a. Uh, but hey, you know good. he's he's in the same. He was kind of in the same situation. Now that I think about it, so oh. he's really into Motu, right? And he's selling off all his transformer stuff because you know he's one of those guys that's in and out of lines. But so there's see the two things about Ron that are funny in that regard. I think that are funny are, so I started collecting the Origins line because. I always had parts of it when I was a kid, but there was always more that I wanted. I always had like more of the stuff that you could find, which I think was more of the barbarians. I think all the technical stuff like sold quicker and it was harder to get. Right. Plus at the same time, my birthday is right after Christmas and for Christmas and my birthday, I was always getting GI Joe stuff because GI new GI Joe stuff was coming out every October. Right. So I had a few months to get it. So that's what I was getting for Christmas and birthdays. So I think when it came out now, you know, I'm an adult. I have disposable income. Well, I had disposable income until the current administration started taking it away. Different story. Um, <laughs> but so I started to collect it, knowing that I could, you know, if I was patient or smart, I could obtain it all and get something that I didn't have as a kid. So, but kind of getting to the whole point about keeping up with the Joneses or the FOMO thing, like, it, there, it did get to a point where I started to say to myself, like, do I really need it though? Like this isn't really my like I like military stuff. I've always liked G.I. Joe. That's why I always ask for it for Christmas instead of He-Man. So you kind of go back to your roots in that regard. Now the action force is parallel with G.I. Joe. It's like a better version of the core. Like yeah. a much better version of the core. Oh, totally. Like it'll run parallel with G.I. Joe. You can use them together and it's just such a higher quality product. The th the difference is the core never really had a backstory to follow. They had cool looking characters. But the you know the new action force the the valiverse action force like it has a great backstory if you get into it so i'm excited to see how that goes i mean they're he's working on a movie he's he started a production company with a guy they they're starting to cast you know they've had a couple drafts of the script it's probably gonna be a couple years before it comes out but and he's got he he made it so he's pretty much got total control of what's going on with that's that exactly why he started the production company that yep. was in that that year one review that you actually pointed me to so but now getting back to the, the He-Man and the Ron stuff. So now he always did He-Man with his brother. And, you know, his, his brother has since passed. I was friends with Michael, too. Michael, was a, he was a great kid, so I was shocked when I heard that. So I think the He-Man kind of reconnects him to his brother a little bit, which I think is great, you know, because he's got much more of a connection to it than I had. 
So there was a couple of things going on like over time where he started to collect classified because of the whole keeping up with the Joneses, right? And I'm always looking for extra stuff because I'm a customizer. The other aspect of it, so yeah, maybe two years ago now, early last year, we traded. I traded him all my origin stuff for all of his G.I. Joe Creos that I was never able to obtain that I've always wanted. And he had the entire set. I just couldn't come up with the 400 bucks to give him for the set. Yeah. So we worked out a trade. We When we looked at the values, you know, he was never able to sell that Creo set for 400 I think he started to bring it down a little bit to sell at shows. I think he was bringing it down to like 350 or something. And when I looked at the value of all the origin stuff I had, it was pretty equal. So it's like, well, shit, let's just trade. Like, you'll have something that you want. It connects you to your brother. I'll get something I've always wanted. Yeah. And then we actually just did it again recently where he started collecting classifieds because he was seeing mine and he thought they were cool. It was part of his childhood. Yeah. And I continued with the Masterverse line, which he didn't. And then he's just like, well, I think I want to jump into both now. So I'm like, I'll take your classifieds. He's like, deal. So he just swapped out classified for Masterverse. And now he has, like, no more G.I. Joe. <laughs> I have no more He-Man stuff. I kept my 40th, my 40th edition He-Man. But even now, I'm like, do I do I need to keep that? Like, I put it in a box where I'll never see it because if I keep it, I'll want to get the Shiron clearance for ten bucks. That'll turn in like, well, I may as well get the Hordak too because I need to have a doppelganger, not a doppelganger, um, a foil. You know, now I got to go back and find another friggin' Skeletor because I need a foil for He-Man. So like, I don't even want to go down that path. He already had that the is, 40th, so he a, didn't need it. That is a deep, deep, deep rabbit hole. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, deep, like, and deep, I know deep. how deep it is because I've already been down it. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I, just I just, I literally just clawed my way out. So, so yeah. <laughs> so there's, there might be a few things I might be looking to move here soon. Um, the GI Joe is never going to go anywhere. The GI Joe, I might start to be a little more selective on, but honestly, like right now, they're they're killing it. Um, some things about their QC. It's not driving me crazy lately. See, it's it, um, the, the same thing with Hasbro. That they're, I mean, I th- yeah, I think it's just a thing. Just their, in general. their QC is really, it's like really driving downhill, which like, really sucks because there's they got some stuff coming out that is. I'm trying to stick with stuff that's more like more G1, G2 oriented. Yeah, you know that they're just kind of like it, the, it's like replacing the older stuff with. Yeah. Just like a newer iteration of it. Right, right. It looks like that character. It's not like but modernized it's, like, it's from mo- the design. It, but it's a modern it's, take on it. Right, right. It's built a little different. Um, there's a few disappointments, but for the most part, I mean, I'd say probably in the at least 85 to 90 percentile, which I think is actually pretty good for a toy line, stuff yeah. looks pretty good. Yeah. And their price points, I think, are still kind of BS, but yeah, no, I'm also looking at the world of the economy and I, I get it. I know how like, it's a huge business that I, and I understand that they have investors and all of that. I, I, I get it. Right. I get it. But I still, I still think they're, they're, they're climbing, they're climbing the ladder and like stopping in the middle somewhere because yeah. the plastic's beginning to, to look inferior. It's looking soft. See, and I'm it's, it's pieces like snap off really so easy. So I'm convinced but, that that has to do that. A lot of that has to do with shutting down like the pipelines. The, the what the new administration did because it's, everything's made out of oil. Right. Exactly. Everything is made out of now, oil. If you're Hasbro, if you're an American company, you're going to have your stuff built in China anyways, because I mean, not only can they do it fast, they have the capacity to do it. There's no factories like that really in America. I mean, the next closest place is Mexico. I mean, our again, air, our air purity laws are what are part right. of what, when you start melting down from, plastic, from, you're pumping all kinds of yeah, shit. Into the it's, it's part of what's keeping this, so, this country from but I th- running. But so. I think you're right. I think what they could do at the time 
is they could buy the plastic byproduct that they needed to make the figures out of the quality they envisioned from America, ship it to China, use that material to build the figures. But now they're getting the material from like Russia or wherever it's coming from over in Europe. I mean, wherever they're getting, it's, wherever are getting our fuel from, it, it's not getting processed properly like it does in the states. No, it, well. We could go back and forth about that, but this is yeah. a toy show. <laughs> well, this has to do with toys. Anybody? But I, yeah. I mean, but yeah. But the plastic is, yeah. It's 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 getting shitty. it's it's getting uglier. It's I mean some of the, um, some of the paint apps are getting bad. Yeah. So, I mean this. It, I guess it depends on what factory it's made out now, of. But one of the things so, that since ever since, ever since the last, uh, uh, like the third part of. The uh, Power of the Primes, yeah, like storyline kind of thing. I mean, things are just like rolling off. They are really starting to get, you know, like almost low, low quality rolling off. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the quality is just like it's just almost not there. Yeah, you know, it's so some of the things look good, some of the things don't, and I'm like I said, the price points I think are just are just off. I I had kind of a an awakening on the whole non window packaging thing windowless packaging i think from there's certain things that i'm kind of not excited to see i think there's certain benefits that we'll get out of the windowless packaging one of the things that always drives me crazy is you pull a figure out like and this happens with classified a lot because of the way that the packaging bubbles the trays are like formed like the figures snap in yeah but they always put the you could tell that they put the figures in when they're hot because if they don't snap the leg in all the way into the groove that was something else I was going to bring up yeah just, you get like they, a you a, don't see a wonky the, knee joint because it's it cools down in that weird ass bent position yeah then you got to heat it up bend it back and then hold it until it cools down so it, like you reset the memory of the plastic right exactly old customizers trick with this windowless packaging they don't put them in the trays anymore they no they wrap them, them up in that paper. The other thing that drives me crazy is my so my classified Duke, which apparently is a pretty highly sought after figure. When I was looking at that action figure four one one, I have yeah that figure. If you can find him, well, I see. I, I got to look and see if it's sealed or loose. But average going price for that is like sixty bucks for like he, Duke. Really, for the original 04 non redeco Duke. No kidding, the one with the gold highlights, and he's actually one of my favorites of the line. It's a great touch of the classic plus a modernized look. I like the armor on the shins. Sorry, but. His rifle looks like a. It looks some, like a bow. Some, yeah, it's curved in like two directions. It's like the barrel is curved up, and the whole thing is curved to the side. Yeah. So now I could heat it up, and you know the way that I do it usually is I'll heat it up, I'll set it under my mouse pad, so like it's not really touching anything else, and then I'll put something fairly heavy on it for a few minutes so it cools off, and then it it has like a new memory in place, so it'll yeah. stay straight. But I shouldn't have to do that with figures. So far of the windowless packaging figures I've had, I haven't had to do that because they basically just they come off the line. They get thrown into a bag and wrapped up with nice rice paper or they get put in between cardboard so they stay flat. So I've never had any weapons come out wonky in the windowless packaging. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, that's one less thing for me to have to do. It's the fear of buying it and getting home and opening it and finding a Power Ranger in there. That scares <laughs> yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, that's I mean, that's one of the things that's. If I had to buy something windowless, I'd almost rather buy it from like a either a distributor yeah. or like an online toy company. Yep. Because then you're, I mean, well, there's, and it's, there's, there's nothing that's going to come back to that company that they're not going to open up and look inside that box. Yeah. There's just, I mean, there's not. So right. I mean, they don't care. And, and it's and it's not and it's not that 
it matters. I mean, if if, if it comes back to them and there's a, like a they, this customer states a QC problem, yeah, it goes into a bin and it goes back. I mean, yep. It's just it's just that simple. Yeah. But these big retailers don't do it. Mike, uh, uh, Mike and I from or Mike from uh, uh, Mr. Wayne's yeah. Pop Culture had a, a a discussion about this, and we're like. We're like, yeah, you know, that one of the things that really hurts us is some is a lot is it's just about every piece of BS that goes on in these large retailers, Walmart, yeah, Target, you know. I wish he says I I wish I could get people to quit buying from them because yeah, there's just the stuff comes in and then it winds up you know it's it goes up on my rack yeah. and then but you know, just because they maybe they, they maybe see it two weeks earlier, right? It either goes on clearance or there's a lot of returns. With them yeah. because there's people out there that get the figure they want out of the box, put it back in, yep. and then. But you know, that's it's easier. That's, to just, get that's just. I mean, those are just a couple of the things that bother the yeah. the, the, the the little mom and pop and shops. But because it's easy to get around too. I mean, if Hasbro created a tape that had like a Hasbro branding on it, that you know, you you just can't find anywhere else. The biggest thing, though, is Hasbro brand the tape because so you can signify that it came from the factory, but make the tape so sticky that it leaves a residue behind. Well, or, yeah, it's, there's only one of two ways to open it. You either cut the tape, which you'll be able to see that it's cut, or it's it's one of those tapes where when you peel it off, it destroys the box. Well, either that it either destroys the box or it's like one of those void stickers when that they put on game consoles. Yeah. When you peel it off, yep, it leaves... Yeah, like, it, it leaves, leaves like, like a, it leaves like a residue behind, right. or a word or something behind right. because that's what's kind of cut into the and sticker. then and then just make a policy, you know, as Hasbro and tell these tell Target, tell Walmart, Walmart, tell these out out retail outlets, do not accept returns for opened items. So check the seal. If the seal's open, don't accept it as a return. Right. You know, that's one way they can do it. Is a company going to do that? Well, no, because there, there, then you'll there, get people there should be get, a, there should be a stipulation to that though because. Well, no, I you know if you if you buy it, if you buy it and it looks like it's been opened, why would you buy it anyway? So I yeah no that makes sense. Well, that's the that point. Makes sense. That's the and that's uh, like you're gonna have to go through a period where you're gonna have to kind of figure it out as the consumer. But if you draw a line in the sand and say okay, starting June first, like starting now, starting today, we're gonna start putting these labels on. Starting yeah. June first, do not accept anything. After six months, you're not gonna find anything that's already been opened on the shelves. I mean, as collectors, we can walk through and see when a toy's been opened before we even. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. It's, we can spot that crap a mile away. So, well, that's like the I walked into the Target, the local Target here, and uh, I like the Titans, the Transformers. That I'm a yeah. big fan of the Titans, and the last one I needed was the Ark. Last oh one yeah, I, yeah, actually, the last one I, the last one I need is the Ark and the new Metroplex now. But I mean, yeah. that's going to be down the road. But you have Metroplex. No, no, I have the original show. Metroplex. <laughs> I don't have the Generations ones. Which I'm, I'm not even sure if I want them. But yeah, um, <clears throat> not the Generations. But you're not, the, uh, you're not trying it, to keep up with this Jones. I ain't got it. Right, but the, <laughs> the newer era one. He's still, a, he's still a two footer, and he's yeah. got some cool features and shit on. It. But it's anyway, uh, the, at the point, the last one I needed was the Ark, and they had one. On the shelf in the box, on sale, oh, wow. for like 118 bucks or something. Usually like 180, right? They they go for you... about 170, 180 now. Okay. But I think they're 169. Yeah. on big bad toy store. I don't remember that going for 200 in the store. No, it's it's not really a popular Titan, so I don't really see it ever yeah. climbing up too much until it's like you can't get it anymore. But anyway, yeah. uh, 
I'm looking at that box and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to pop for it. And I pulled the thing off the shelf and I looked at the side of the box. Cellophane tape on the side. Nope. Yep. Nope. Right back on the shelf. Uh-uh. Yeah. Let some other let let now some see, other guy get duped by this. Now see what <laughs> what I might have done was I may have actually See, I don't know which direction I would have done it. I may have even I may have tried to like pop it open there in the aisle to verify if everything was in it and then take it up to the front and be like, "Look, this is open." Now I checked that everything's in there, but I'm not paying $118 for this because you know, the product is in there, but I don't know if it's missing anything else. See, that's that's where I would actually, if I it was if it was really interested in it. I mean, honestly, if it might have been for 118 bucks, if it was like missing something that I could maybe, you know, buy. Oh, down I'd the still line. turn it into like oh, I'll buy this for you for 90. I'll get it out of your store for 90 bucks. But I mean, it would be the easiest way to do that would be to call over a manager of that particular yeah. area and say, "Hey, can and I say, open this?" And this see? Is, yeah, yeah, this is a resale. You guys. Either you guys taped it up or it, they, somebody returned it with you know tape up on it. Yeah. And you guys just took it back because you guys never look at this stuff. Right. You know, can but, we can we open it and look on the inside? You guys can reseal it. But what it if he gets proactive and says, you opened it, now you're trying to Jew us out of money? <laughs> well, you see, that's the thing, though. You never know because these yep. some of these people are just like, you know, I how, blame, do, how do I know you didn't open it? It's like, I yeah, blame, well, look at your fucking cameras. <laughs> I blame the community of classified collectors, me excluded, for being such dicks to employees at Walmarts and Targets that people like in those departments don't even want to help anybody anymore. And I've anymore. seen that. I, that it, that's, gets stupid. That gets stupid. I have no idea. I can't remember what the, what I was doing. Oh no, I was out in Lamont really early in the morning for something, and I stopped at that Target out in on the Lamont yeah. side, and it was probably about nine in the morning, and something was supposed to be releasing that day because that's why I was there. Okay, I just thought I'd stop in there because I knew you were somewhere else. You were was it a Saturday? Might yeah. have been. A, it might have been a weekend, but you you were okay. somewhere else, and you had you were doing something with your family. Yeah. And I stopped in there because I knew you were looking for something and it was supposed to be releasing either that day or the day before. Yeah. And I got in it just right walking down the aisle as this guy was having an argument with the management. Just fuck. He was, I mean, everything he was said was just like, it's like, shut up, you whiner. <laughs> you know, you missed your chance. Right. You know, you look at the peg, scratch your head and go, oh, well, I'll come back. I thought I was going to have that happen yesterday. So I was I just happened to jump on the Target app at about 11 o'clock, 1115. And I saw that they had the Tiger Force Bazooka in stock at Shorewood. And I'm like, well, shit, I'll run there at lunch and pick it up. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Let's see if I can buy it online. Like, let me me test the system. So I actually ended up buying it online. And it said, we'll let you know when your purchase is ready. I was fully expecting it an email two hours later saying that it was canceled because they weren't there. It's like, that's fine. Like, not sure if I wanted it after seeing some reviews on it, but eh, if it works, it works. I'll get them. I know eventually I'll get them. I'll get them at retail. So yeah. I had nothing to lose. I don't have no problem with that feature at Target. So I really don't. I mean, it's, 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 if you they had a couple things that they kept canceling on you, though, didn't you? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of, uh, I was, Motus, I thought it was a couple of Motu things. So anyway, so I, um, so I get an email. So this is at 1130 ish. <clears throat> so I ended up taking a lunch at like one o'clock right before I walked out of the building. I got an email that it was ready for pickup. So I'm like, all right. So I, perfect timing. So, <laughs> so I go out there, I take my lunch from one to two. It shortens up my afternoon. And so I get there and I, I got some time. Walk to the back, 
they had a bunch of Motu stuff there. They completely like rezoned their aisle and everything. I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is going to be a different year. Like, I ain't going to have any money to buy toys, but maybe I'll be able to find them. So I look around, didn't see anything I wanted. I'm also still looking for those Batman, the the retro carded Batman, the black and white Riddler, black and white Robin. Mr. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been to the stores in a while, but I, I'm <clears throat> I'm on the lookout for that Robin because that's the only their one release that... date finally hit the website February nineteenth. Okay, cool. So they'll be so they're another month till they're out. So I mean, if 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 you if you see one, grab it. So yeah, so I go to the front to the get, pick up your stuff. Girl scans the code. Okay, I'll be right back. And she doesn't like go into the back where the it's like she walks across the front of the store. I'm like, all right, maybe they got a special thing for collectibles. So she people went don't down grab the aisle and the got it. No, because it wasn't in the aisle. That's the thing. I went to go look to see if there was one in the aisle. I was going to grab it. And then go claim it and be like, well, here, then I just grab this one in case. That, that was my plan, but they didn't have it there. So, like, now I'm also like, like, well, we'll see what happens when I get down there. <clears throat> so I think there's a room across the front of the store behind the Starbucks that they keep more stuff. Because I kept seeing people walking in and out of there. Oh, it looked yeah, like there were shelves in the back. Yeah, the one, that, the one out there I, I've noticed, I noticed over the holidays. Because yeah. Because they had some, like, in that back corner where right. they would check you out. So and then they had some on that back wall, and then they have a back room that's full of that stuff. And then yeah. they they were keeping stuff along that side wall there. So maybe I, that's the stuff they moved right. Over that. So there's a there's a whole shelf of stuff that's it's exposed, and you can see it. They're clear tubs. Right. So I wonder if maybe at some point, either that Target or a Target somewhere had somebody come and grab something out of one of those tubs. I was wondering. Yeah. If something and so like that they lock happen. up certain things because like all the tubs had stuff written on it, but there was nothing for like toys, video games, collectibles, hobbies, yeah. whatever. So I'm thinking they have that locked up. Now, I think they're building a room behind that counter, but they're still working on it. So it's across the store. So the girl's like, I'll be right back. She was gone for 18 minutes. Like literally to walk across the front of the store like 100 feet and then come back. It's like, I'm sorry it took so long. But the whole time I'm standing, like after a couple minutes, I'm like, yeah, maybe somebody just stopped and asked her something. Okay, well, maybe she had to go to the stock room to look for it. After about 10 or 12 minutes, I was like, she's just going to come back and tell me, like, she's sorry they don't have it, which I'll be like, that's fine. I'll just stay here, get my refund, and it's because I already paid for it. Yeah. But she came back with the with the bag, and I was like, she's like, I'm sorry it took so long. I was like, no, that's okay. Grabbed it, hustle up, put him in, in a McDonald's order because now I didn't have time to stop and get anything else for lunch. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car, and I went, shit, I should have checked this before I even walked out of there because for all I know, she grabbed one of the Python bats off the shelf, hoping I wouldn't notice. Yeah. Lo and behold, I opened up the bag, and it was bazooka. So they did pick it and they put it away. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know why it got lost. That's weird. But that's the first time that's ever worked for me in Target because I've tried to order Motu, Motu stuff before and I've tried to order some classified stuff and it always gets canceled. Yeah, always gets canceled on a on a buy like that. Yeah, I I, so. I I've done that twice already, and I haven't had a problem. And then I did it with that one Motu thing, but yeah. Um, it was. So. I mean, it was a. It was the Sunman set, but I got. I got a hell of a price on it, so I figured, yeah. why not keep trying? Which the crazy thing is that Sunman set is still at Targets for fifty bucks again. Yeah. So if you didn't buy it for the thirty or the twenty five when it was down, yeah. I mean, mine's gonna be. Mine'll be. Mine'll be going. I'll make a little something on it, but mine'll be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah. But yeah. But we had a few things that. So that's kind of a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and overall the bazooka. Yeah. Nice to have in the collection. The original one's going to look better, I think. I'm not overwhelmed with it. In fact, I'm a little underwhelmed. Comes with a bazooka, four missiles, and a backpack. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things that they said that there was going to be. I mean, in in the original pictures, yeah, what what was supposed to be part of it, and it's just it's it's, not there. It's just not there. Yeah. So I mean, there was there were supposed to be some like 
beard shading under the mustache. That's not it's, there. I mean, ha- Hasbro has just really been letting people down, man. Yeah. Really letting people down. Yeah. And I've heard the same thing about the Rakondo. The Rakondo is somewhat disappointing. That one I'm actively looking for. This one, if I found it, I'd get it. Rakondo I'm actively looking for because they haven't announced they're doing a regular version. And honestly, I don't know if they will. He's not a very popular character. He was in like two cartoons. I don't know if he was ever in the comic. Who, Rakondo? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, and I'm actually... I think he. I think I remember him being at least one or two. Um, now, I got to go back. I've read all the original run he was of er- comics. He was like a, a... He was a later character, but it was an early part of the run. I know Yeah, that. yeah. He would have been in... He would have come in... Probably in the first fifty or sixty issues. Like I'm thinking he was in there at some point, maybe in one or two cells. I want to say I've, I want to say I've seen him when they were doing something in a in a, a jungle setup somewhere, trying to. Yeah, yeah. So now I've actually been watching a lot of um, GI Joe cartoons lately while I'm sitting dicking around with my figures because now I've got everything set up in my computer, so I just watch Tubi on my Xbox, yeah, dialing some old classic GI Joe. I got the entire D- well, I, do I think I got the? I think I still have the entire DVD set. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so he was in one episode where they had to go to the jungle and do something. But um, yeah, he's not in a lot of the cartoon episodes. He um, yeah, I don't remember him being. He definitely wasn't a prevalent character. If he had a lot of stuff going on in the comic, it would probably been in the special missions. Because like Shockwave was never really in the um in the main comic. Actually, neither was Outback. A lot of figures from like eighty seven, eighty six, eighty seven. They weren't in the main comic. But they got special missions. Yeah. So Rakondo may have, because Rakondo was 85. So he might have fallen into that 80, he might have been 84, 84, 85 time frame. So he was kind of in that weird period where they didn't use a lot of characters in the comics or the. It's it's strange. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the characters that you didn't see, like a lot of use in the comics out here. Yeah. Got, I mean, they were major characters in Action Force. Right major character Out, right. outback was one of them yep 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 and the uh the, especially the, the especially the tiger force version of him yeah yeah so that's which is probably why they made him now probably trying to steal some of that action force thunder <laughs> i you know wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't so. be surprised at all but um yeah so the only other thing i got looking forward that i'm looking forward to is um series three valiverse figures hit their their warehouse uh, last week and he's going to start um sending orders out the 19th and 20th so i should have mine next week cool yeah i'm i'm uh yeah i'm uh i'm really curious to see those in hand i because when i saw that he's i mean and i'm not not the huge like this this is another keeping up with the joneses thing i just started collecting the classified stuff and i only wanted to i wanted to pick and choose yeah but i just started grabbing yeah so now I've got what I'm going to keep in a little cubby hole, and I may pick up one or two. The thing is, like, they're so hard to find. You feel, like, special when you find one. It's like, i got to buy that's it because I found it. That's that's the problem. It's like the thrill of the chase, mm-hmm. you know? And that's part yeah. of why I love collecting so much. Like it's, I, uh, when, I, when I do my G1 stuff, I'll get the core piece, and I'll chase down the rest of it. Right. You know? Yep, yep. So... But uh, yeah. no, it, it, I, I, I'm totally on that bandwagon. I'm totally on that bandwagon. But I, I need, I really need to just kind of the action it. force bandwagon. The, oh, totally, totally. It, but is it a bandwagon anymore? I think it's just a thing. <sighs> it's. I mean, it's, it's by a, year it's, three, you weren't on the Chicago Bulls bandwagon. That's, well, no, like, that's it was another, a thing at that point. That's another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of another keeping up with the Joneses thing, though. Yeah. Like you know, I, 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 I want to stay with my core. 
uh, my core collection, which is, of course, Transformers. And, yeah. and now Mask is really diving in there because I fucking love the Mask stuff. Right. But um, with the... With the classified thing, I really started going overboard. But, I mean, the stuff that Valiverse puts out is, like, really, it's all universal. Right. I mean, it's just got a look to it that's, yeah. you know, that's just, it's just certain figures are just really appealing. And they yeah. look fantastic. And they come with all of this great stuff. And, and even the ones can, that aren't. You, I mean, and you can do whatever you want inside of your mind with that. Yeah. You know, whereas the G.I. Joe is, it's always going to be G.I. Joe. Right. But the Valiverse stuff is, I mean. I th- but Bobby's got a good thing going, man. And I think he that's really what I does. like about those two lines. Like, the G.I. Joe definitely gives me the nostalgia feels, puts me back in my backyard in that's, 1987. That's the, that's the other thing, because I remember... Action Force is the new thing I can keep up with from the beginning, from its inception, and be like, I've been here since the beginning. Like, that's my appeal to Action Force. Dude, I mean, I remember being a teenager and and, and, and popping over to... Yep. Uh, yeah. popping over to your your mom and dad's place and like, I hey, where's Aaron at? And, you're in well a, and I'd go to back and we'd play with Geos for a couple hours, man. The <laughs> best thing my dad ever did was build that garage in the backyard because there was a pile of dirt in the back behind it that for like two summers I would go out there and I would just dig all kinds of holes in the, like caves in the dirt. And I mean, I, I don't know how many figures I lost in there. Dude, but. I mean, we didn't we didn't do it a lot, but I remember when we did do it, we had a lot of fun. Oh, and God, I, mean, yeah. I was a... I, I was like, go. I was almost driving by then. I would, I would go all out <laughs> with my wars. Time, I mean, though. I'd have like, I'd get pissed off at my folks for like moving stuff. It's like, stop, don't move that jet. It's in my way. I'm halfway through a friggin' battle here and I can't finish it right now. I got baseball practice. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you know, my mom was always yelling at me to clean my room. So I clean your room. I'm like, why? It's clean. She goes, no, it's got, got there's you, stuff all over. You I was got like, wires and zip lines yeah. and shit. Yeah, I was like, my clothes are in the hamper. My books are on my desk. I got toys on the floor. Yeah, it's not cleaned up. I was like, I'm in the middle of something. All right. I remember that. Oh, it was God, like I, I was like that. I was doing live action DVR before DVR was a thing. I could have like <laughs> pause. The, the crazy thing Come was, back was I'd always remember, remember right where you were at. I was right where I was. It was like, all right, it's like, and in my mind, it's like during the last episode, like Cobra Commander, and like I would just pick up. It's like, all right, we're gonna break into the mountain. Now. I remember, yeah. I remember stuff stepping in a couple of times right in the middle of one of those deals and taking over the bad guy's role. Man, oh, man. we had a blast though. Yeah, it was. We fun. had. A, I mean, like I said, I was a. It was. Creative. I was. I was fifteen. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I play was, with my toys. So I was probably sixteen, seventeen. Oh God, dude, I still play with mine. I'm fifty-one. I'm <laughs> See, my version of well, I mean, technically, I still play with mine, but my version of playing with toys is like reorganizing them. So I've been reorganizing my figures yeah, for the yeah. last. I mean, couple I, weeks. the Transformers, I pick them up and just kind of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> with my three and three quarter inch, I finally, I finally got them organized in a way that I like them. I starting to work on something new and i'm not sure if i'm quite there yet that's the thing that the one of the things i didn't want to go to a six six inch line for was it's just i need more space to store them so if anything gets me to stop collecting figures it's probably going to be that i'm just going to literally run out of room right so which is why i'm kind of contemplating now maybe moving some stuff here pretty soon but But, uh yeah. Okay. A few more things I wanted to bring up here before we uh, we got yeah, about ten some, minutes ago. Some some talking points. Yeah. Um. The one thing I wanted to bring up with uh was I found this interesting, and I'll bring it up probably at the toy show. We'll be at the uh uh what's it's what's it called the Midwest Con? I think it's just Toy Con, sponsored by Midwest Collectibles. Let's it's, look at, yeah, I'll it's, look it's, it up. it's sponsored by Midwest Collectibles and uh and Disc Replay. Yeah, that's right. I saw and, that. Uh, 
That'll be in Romeoville, Illinois, coming up the 28th. Uh, I think it'll be from 9 to 4, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm going to uh, see if I can find the flyer now. Aaron and I will be podcasting from there probably in first thing in the morning. Rod will, uh, Rod will be there too, won't he? I don't know. i got to talk to him yet. Okay. He still hasn't given me an answer. He oh. says he wanted to look up schedules and stuff. Well, but. depending on how this show goes, we may not need him anymore. <laughs> I mean, what, that's, what, stuff. that's what we said about you. And no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I bring nothing to the table but myself and my good looks. Like, all of my shit's at his house, and the table is at his house. <laughs> <laughs> but so. uh, Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, podcasting from there. We, Depending on how it works out, we may live stream. Um, yeah, Romeo Con. Romeo Con. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Romeoville Athletic and Event Center, 55 Phelps Avenue. So if you're familiar with the area, that's the new rec center that went up right behind the Fat Rickies right there on 55, 53. And it's, if you're if you're old school, it's right. It's in the same lot where the old Jewel was. Yeah, that's old school. Holy shit. That's way old school. <laughs> Let's go further back. It's not far from Lost Acres. <laughs> yeah, it's right right down the street. And honestly, anybody who's going to go to this con probably knows where Lost Acres is. Yeah. Hill, so. R- RC, RC Hill. It's right, but, right uh, across from RC Hill. But yeah, he's um, he's looking at 100 vendors and dealers. There's going to be some customs there. DC, Marvel, Funkos, cosplay artists, WWE. The list goes on and on. Your favorite producer, um, Matt, will have a table there as well with some retro stuff, some new GI Free parking. Lunch will be for sale on the premises. Children five and under and veterans are free. So if you serve for the Sweet country, deal. thank you very much for your service. And you're getting in that bad boy for free. Uh, it doesn't say what the entry fee is, though. It just says early early arrival is strongly recommended. I want to say the entry fee, I think, is $5. Five, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, so we will be out there for sure. Uh, I think we're going to be podcasting. We're looking into live streaming it. But, we'll, um, we'll probably be podcasting first thing, like right as the show opens between 9, 9.30. Probably yeah. be casting for an hour, maybe a little longer. We will have space for guests who want to stop in and just yeah. say, hey, and you know, what do you collect? And be part of the community. What toys are you looking for? If you're part of the community, pop on by and say hi. Uh, we'll be broadcasting. Uh, yeah. I mean, the show will go out later, but we'll be broadcasting right there with a... PA speaker, so you should be able to nice hear us for hear us a, as you for, a, for a, a little bit. But so you can walk by and experience nails on chalkboard. Yes, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so. yeah, that's going to be fun. I think uh, be yeah. our first time doing a doing a live cast from a show, and hopefully not the last. So I was telling around about that. Um, actually, had a lady at work. I think her son collects pops, or maybe collects some toys, and she just started with us a few months ago. Um, and she comes over. I was talking to the girl that actually sits next to her in her cube, and she comes over and she goes, "She goes, hey, have you heard about this Romeo Con?" I'm like, "Heard about it? I'm be podcasting from it." She's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna be there first thing in the morning. We're gonna either record a show or live stream. We're still working out the details, but yeah, we'll definitely be there." She's like, "Oh, that's cool." I was like, "Your son collects toys or something, doesn't he?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You guys gonna be there?" She's like, "I don't know yet." I'm like, "Well, come by and see me. Like, I will not be hard to find." <laughs> and, believe, and believe me, if Mid, if uh, Midwest has got anything to do with the sponsor out there, is I mean, well, there's gonna probably gonna be a lot of them anyway. But yeah. there's gonna be a ton of pops out yeah. there. That's what I told her. I was like, "If, if you haven't a pop been there, collector, that's where you want to be." I said, "Go check out my my buddy Richie Sandoval at Midwest Collectibles. He's got a lot of pops, and if he doesn't have it, he can work on trying to get it for you." Yeah, he's you know. he's. He's pretty slick with that. Yeah, he's definitely got his connections. So, but so. Uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing anybody that wants to come and talk to us, hang out with us, and we look forward to seeing you out there. Yeah, looking on it, lo- looking forward to that. Like I said, uh, uh, Romeo Con to be uh, uh, 
Sponsored by Midwest Collectibles of Romeoville and uh, Disc Replay. And uh, that's on the 28th of this month in Romeoville, Illinois. So check it out. You think you think the guys from Disc Replay will have anything set up? If they're sponsoring, I'd imagine they're probably going to have something. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably a video game booth or something. I'd imagine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. They got a lot of that stuff. They too. may have some like records and tapes kind yeah. of thing. I, I don't know which disc replay is actually going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, I I got to talk to my buddy, but uh, he see if they maybe are going to have a presence out there. Cause yeah. They, he's a franchisee, so. That's right. That's right. I know you know one of the guys. Yeah. You you know the guy down in Crest Hill pretty well. Yeah. 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 So. The disc, the disc, uh, you know what? I'm going to give him a shout-out, too. Disc replay out in uh, Crest Hill, Illinois. Uh, okay. Swing in, talk to Bob or Scott. They, they, they've constantly whatever, got... whatever you're looking for, man, if he, if, if they can get their hands on it, they'll they'll get it for you. Yeah. From uh, a media they, they, got, sure. they have a ton of records. they got a ton of tapes. If you're a CD collector, I mean, it's really honest. CD. DVDs, if, they're, if you're looking cases. for it, there's a good chance you may find it there. Yeah. Really good chance. He's they they take in some good stuff. And, and if they don't have it there, they've got some other locations they can either get from or they can send you out. Yeah, to. They, they they know uh, sp- uh, with the records and stuff. Especially talk to Scott because he knows what's popular. He knows what's yeah. out there. That dude is a guru, nice. absolute guru. Gurus are good. Uh, video games uh, or a, pretty much most other stuff. Just you know, talk to Bob. He'll hook you up. It, 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 and I don't pop in there a lot. Maybe once every month or two. Probably once every two or three yeah, months. Down there every Thursday religiously. But yeah. <laughs> but I every time I'm in there, at least I'm you know I'm always seeing some newer things. So yeah. you know, there's some things that have been there for a while. But everybody's got to have their peg warmers. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. They've but, got. They've yeah, got. But they're their, always getting new stuff in. They've got their stuff that sells, and they got their stuff that probably hangs. So it's a big like, stack, just of, like every other place. But they. They're getting busier. People are there's always a people big are discovering of, uh, them a little bit more. I think so. Um, but and it's just that time of year too. It's after Christmas. There are people. Yeah. People got a little bit of money. Kids got blow. Christmas money. Let's go buy but, five uh, DVDs for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. They're they're good. They're, they're good people. They're good people. So. Yep. Uh, you looking for anything? Like, we're talking heavy metal to death metal. Yeah. Talk talk, talk to Danny. Yeah, there's a lot Dan, of stuff. Danny will probably he'll probably have some information that you probably never think that was ever known. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good with that. Danny's nice. good guy, but yeah, go check those guys out down Risk, Disc Replay Crest Hill. Yeah, good good shop, good people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else did you have? You had a couple. You had a couple items. We could probably hit. Um, really quick I was here. just I was just going to bring up the. There's a lot a lot of scuttlebutt going around about the the Motu line, the classics line, going away. Um. There was a a a, 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 a fellow by the name of Scott who runs a uh, uh, runs a, po- uh, a I'm sorry a YouTube channel called Spectre Creative. Yeah, Scott Knightlich, I think his name is. I can't remember his last name, but yeah. uh, the uh, I I listened to a lot of stuff post that podcast after I, or, po- yeah. or post that YouTube video after I sent it to you. It was um, uh, there's another channel um, Geek Geek Dad collector or geek geek dead toys or something yeah. like that well there's those two get on and they live stream quite often and i was listening to their take on it and they they are not 100 percent just like most of the community they are not 100 percent convinced that it's happening because they have their inside information and scott supposedly got his inside information and i personally don't believe that it's going anywhere because they are they're pushing a lot of stuff. Not only that, but their their stock just went up. 
Well, why would they ditch a line when they're st- stock when it helped their stock just go up so there's another okay so i just typed i just did a google search on is motu going to be discontinued so the first video i get is a half hour video from geek dad life geek dad life there's a, those two guys are pretty cool check them out yes yeah, join john and jay as they talk about the fallout from specter creative's latest video saying the line is dying and will be over it just has the, the three dots so i don't know what the rest of it says there's another one underneath it by tiderium hanger that actually came out Oh, this came out in 2021, but they were talking about this back then. I was gonna say he's a he can be he can be a little bit behind certain things, but and he, uh, he talks so damn fast he's he can be a little hard to listen to. But Tiderium, but his yeah, but his oh, I'll have to check it out. His uh, he, well, he does a lot of stuff with uh, uh like third party uh third party transformers and 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 some Star Wars stuff. And, okay, I mean he's an all arounder. Uh, pretty good channel. Yeah, but uh, it's he's a he's an acquired taste. Cool yeah. guy though. So I mean, my my take on the Spectre Creative thing, like I like his videos because they're usually like ten, twelve minutes, so they're pretty quick watches. Yeah, and it gets you some insider information that he, makes you think. He does. Yeah, he does have some good information. I like the fact that he can bring a perspective from like the manufacturing and the planning process, the logistics right, of a toy. Like kind of there's, there's an area he's been in. He was yeah. one of the places that I first learned that you know the the life cycle of a toy from concept in your brain to actually hanging on a peg is about 18 to 20 months yeah that was the first time i heard it reinforce that i'm you know baba's very baba bobby's very open with information like that you know he just wants people to understand that <laughs> that dude that dude knows if, how to run a business man he if really you see does. A, if you see a picture of a figure you're not going to get it for probably a year and a half which is i think the one thing that he doesn't like about hasbro is they do these like stupid pipeline reveals or they do these uh, computer generated shots and people are like well, where are these figures that we pre-ordered because they do pre-orders when they show you the pictures okay it's still going to take almost a year to make this thing and get it out so yeah, just for relax. sure but i i can't help but feel there's some bias in specter creative's videos towards motu because i know he worked for classics that's, that's what a lot of that's, for like 10 well, years. that's the other thing too it's what a lot of people were saying was you know he's just he's got Everybody thinks he's just kind of got a bit of a jealous bone. This is not the first time he's done a video where Masterverse or He-Man was dying. Now, right. I, th- I think he might be able to spark this because I actually just heard the other day that apparently Netflix canceled the new He-Man that they're doing. So I think they're coming out with season two of Re- Revelations, but that big bulky He-Man like with the shirt and he looks yeah, like the, a kid. The, the new, the like, new cartoon. That's done. Yeah. The, the new CGI He-Man is done. That doesn't surprise me because so, it did, it, it, from, from what I understand, it did not do well. He, so. he might... You got to think between Masterverse and Origins, that He-Man toy line, which essentially was what the cartoon was for. It was a vehicle for the toys. That had to be a sliver, like a literal sliver of what Origins and Masterverse were well, doing. Well, not only that, but it's it, another talking point to bring up that goes kind of with this was uh, the way people, the way it seems a lot of companies are laying this stuff out anymore, they... They're they're actually starting to work like collectors' lines into it. I mean, because right. really think about it. These aren't Masterverse for kids. Uh, and the Masterverse and Classics are or Origins, I should say. Yeah, were. I mean, that was those were nostalgia pieces. Right. Those are that's nostalgia stuff. Then the newer, the the Masterverse stuff is a newer take on it. And right. of course, there was the cartoon that went with it because the cartoons are meant to sell toys. Right. Yep. But kids don't play with toys like they used to anymore they're no. rather sit down behind a computer or well, have, a, have a, a controller in their hand i or, think there's something else to consider here too i think 
it's a fair statement to say that Origins will definitely be done before Masterverse. But there's oh, a reason for, for that. For sure. Well, they're going to run out of stuff. Origin, yeah, exactly. Origins is just recreating the original run of toys. Now, they might get to some conceptual things. Even if they do concepts that they had that they never did, it's still a finite run. And ultimately, Masterverse is still a finite run. But Masterverse can pull from comics that nobody's ever read. Right. They can pull from stories that were told that nobody's ever seen. So, And they can pull from other concepts that were made. You know, like, that's exactly what classics did. I mean, who the hell ever heard of Molar? Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a dentist in Eternia, but they made a toy of him. Well, you could do that in Masterverse. Doesn't make a lot of sense to do it in Origins. Yeah. But you could do it in Masterverse. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're, they, they're leaving room with the Masterverse thing to actually create whereas with the origins line they i mean they they just now they they simply can't they i mean they can give it more points of articulation but right i mean they can throw in like the the new character that's coming out the frog guy yeah uh, yeah. frog bog or whatever yeah yeah i mean he's i don't as far as i know they've never made a figure of him well it's it's like that that spacesuit figure that i had in the set that i gave ron like that was a sticker in a play set that they turned into an actual figure now so origins will do stuff like that which is cool you know you get stuff that you didn't have before but but they have room to like actually create things for the master a little oh yeah yeah, for masterverse absolutely so now the thing with kind of coming back to what we were saying earlier what i was saying earlier about classified and and action force it's a complete nostalgia line with classified and with Motu. So you're not like that medium is done. You know, you're not doing a new cartoon about it. You're not doing um, you know, nobody's putting out new comics for it. So you're gonna run out of stuff at some point. That's that's true for G.I. Joe. I mean, even when they were doing Pursuit of Cobra, they would come up with a new character like Shadow Tracker, which they're actually making a classified. Say, they're actually was, making a classified of that, was, which is it was actually kind of neat. Cool. But they were still doing comics, and every once in a while there'd be a new character in the comic where, even if it wasn't cool, you could go back and make that character. Yeah. But G.I. Joe is finite. I don't expect Classified to last forever. That's what I like about Action Force. It's being created as we speak. Right now there's no end to it. Do I expect it to go on for 50 years? No. Typical toy lines like that, 10, 12 years. But Bobby Val is also getting into other properties. Right. So he's working on he's 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 got a he's got a brainchild for a World War Two line. He's he's well, no, he's he's actually got rumor has it. He's got a license for another property that he's going to start making toys for. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be uh, announcing that. Probably. I think he said a couple of months, I think. See, I thought he said Joe Fest, but he might be doing. Oh, maybe it was Joe Fest. Okay, because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to the last live stream. But it's like, all right, now my brain is thinking like, did he get something weird like um God, what was a guy like? It was a blue, like blue trooper. They made a video game for it a couple of years ago that was like really popular. It was a really cool comic, kind of in the vein of a heavy metal, but it was a whole series of like blue troopers, kind of in this dystopian future. And I can't remember the name of it now, but I'll see if I could. I'll see if I could find it here on Google. But is he going to go something crazy like that, or did he somehow wrestle away the Silverhawks license from Super Seven because they shit the bed? <laughs> like I have no how, idea. How nuts would that be? Because I would, I would love to see him get his hands on a license like that. That'd what if be cool? Now, okay, what if he got mask? Would you want him to make six inch mask I, figures I and would maybe sh- a vehicle I would or shit two? My pants. Or would you want him to go in hardcore like two and a half inch figures vehicles? 
because I got I, I'd have to think I mean, that his that vehicles would, would be that amazing. would be that would be a total nostalgia train for so many people. Is if but he just if he just took like the, the the two and a half inch and maybe bumped them up to like three or something and made the vehicles a little bigger, a little bit. Yeah, but I mean that's gonna be money. Think of prices then and prices now. Right. Even if you made them the same scale today, they're going to cost twice. Maybe I mean, three but times still, I mean, and think about it, he's making a, a. I mean, that 18th scale truck, the way he's he's planning on making that. I mean, yeah, he's tr- he's trying to keep that under a hundred dollars or at a hundred dollars. Right. I mean, really, it, to, in today's market, that's not bad. Right. That's right. honestly not bad. And I mean, and I'm not saying it because I'm. You know, I'm a, I'm a Valiverse nut like you, but but I mean, I I have a lot of respect for that man. He's he's taken nothing and turned it into what he's turned it into. I mean, oh, Rogue three, Trooper was what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I mean, but, but he's yeah. he's taken nothing inside of a year. Yeah, and his company has made yep three point eight million dollars. It, in well, a, in a year, and he with, said, with the amount of orders that he's taken, which really by met by a lot of standards, yeah, is not a lot. No, no, and I mean, yeah, it's thirty dollars a figure, but the price point is there. I mean, the, Motu, well, the price point is there, but look at the quality, right? I mean, the, you're you're actually getting the quality for thirty and, bucks. Not only that, and but for the getting, people that want to shit on the quality and the broken hips of the scarabs, when he figured that out, he had the company make so for the the run that they found. He, he told a, the company to go back, fix the plastic, and he, then go back and make hips. I was going to say so he, he could had replace a, the he hips. had them actually reformulate the plastic. I I had who the hell does that? I I actually had a scarab, so I ordered three of them. I had one that broke. They sent me an entirely new figure. He just sent me the figure, no accessories, just yeah, a figure with a, a, lot with a set of hands. There was actually, I mean, it was so. quite a few. He he sent you the new a complete figure because, and I think he mentioned this in that when one of the, uh, in part of that live stream, he sent you the complete figure because they ran out of the replacement bottom half so he had them made. oh did they yeah that's basically <laughs> what it was i mean yeah. they, they had to make so many well and i did were, they, they 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 he figured out the, the percentage of attrition that was out there right and then the amount of people that actually did say hey this is what happened yeah and he just took care of it all but it just became easier in the long run after so much money was spent doing that right to just you know what do i have in stock yeah you know, and that's, and that's that's why you got a complete figure, and that's so. why everybody likes. The I mean, but he but he did it the right way, right? He like he didn't. Uh, well, next series figures are going to cost thirty two ninety nine, right? To try to recoup some of that cost, yeah. He, like just, he knows. I mean, he's still to this day is like I'm not raising the price on anything. Yeah, nope. this is what it's going to cost if something comes out, and it, it it needs to have a you know if something new comes out and it's gonna it got to have a price bump then. Yeah, it's not going to be much. It is what it is, and it it'll, is, it'll gonna, reflect it, why. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I mean, that's the. Those are the trials and tribulations of doing yep. business. You know, yeah. I'm just hoping he's basically just putting it out, out there on a whim and a prayer, going. I'm hoping that by that time I yeah. will have, an, you know, enough of a fan base for my product, which he's got a fan base. Yeah, I mean that people want his product and yeah. can't get it. I'm still seeing Facebook posts that are like, "Hey, I just got into Action Force. I just found out about him." So yeah. Now he's got a couple lines out there. Now he's going to have to deal with like the retro collectors, but he's already addressed that. I mean, he's already it, got the special deployment series it's, coming. I out. mean, it's crazy to see when they do their live streams and stuff. They have these things on YouTube called super chats, where they yeah, you know, they they send them you know two bucks or five bucks or whatever. Yeah, 
this last live stream that they did, that where they talked for like, a, it was him in laser pants, talked for yeah. like an hour and a half, almost two hours. Oh, it was like two and a, it was like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a long damn time, but yeah. he was just talking about that first year in business. And uh, some of the stats that he put out were, was, were amazing. We went over those last week. Yeah, but, I actually have some of them written down. But uh, he was, uh, uh, I forgot where I was going with this now. <laughs> the Super Chats. Oh, yeah, he was talking with the Super Chats and stuff. I mean, I w- I'd never seen anything like it, and I watched live streams quite a bit. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like it. They were going from anywhere from ten dollars to a hundred bucks. Yeah, some dude, and then that dude that did a hundred, he came back later and, and uh, gave dumped him another, another hundred or another fifty, yeah, and then a fifty, right? Then there was a guy that like to give him like it was like one point one million CRC, and he's like, "What is this?" And it yeah, was it Costa Rican money. Or yeah, it's Costa Rican money. It turned <laughs> out to be like uh, no, it was like twenty five thousand or something like that. But yeah. It was uh, it, but it, it came out to be like four ninety five or something yeah. like that. But still, but yeah, but, but I mean, the, 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 I, I'd never seen anything like that and before. I, I never really realized what the point of a super chat was, and I, I kind of figured it out then. Is basically if you throw a few dollars at them, like they'll talk about something specific that maybe they won't. Right. Talk I mean, the, about. the super chat is basically you're you're giving them, you're throwing them a few bucks to actually like. You expound know, on something expound on something yeah. or answer your question or whatever yep. which is fine it's cool i mean i have no problem i've never done it yeah um I i've thought about I doing it a couple of times just like chucking them a couple of bucks or whatever yeah. and i don't i have no problem with that i'd, I'd, I'd like might to have, see their i'd like to see their content continue i might have thrown something out there because i've been wanting to and i i just don't engage in social media i don't post anything i mean i replied to a couple of things on truth social the other day and all i keep getting is like so-and-so liked your post so-and-so follows you and i'm like dude shut the fuck up so i just (laughs) i just don't engage on social media i use it as like a news source that's really all i use it for but if i would have known that that um that that chat well if i I shouldn't say if i'd have known i knew they was doing it because i follow them if I would have been watching that live, I probably would have sent in a super chat and said, hey, dude, look, super excited about everything through Series 3. ST- series 4, what's going on? Characters, names, pipeline reveals. I don't give a shit. Give me something. I got to know what's in the future. Yeah, I'm <laughs> chomping at the bit here, man. But, so. Yeah, but no, he's, he, the guy's got it going on. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, I think he's doing a great job. And yeah, with, devel- with developer stuff, I yeah. mean, that's... That's a rabbit hole. I'm 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 not going to go down. Just live vicariously through mine. That's one of those things I can pick and choose. I, but the this new line that's coming out, the third wave. Yeah, I would love to get if if I can down the road. Uh, I would love to get the one of the female uh, steel brigades. Uh, steel brigades. Yeah, and those the troopers. The the two no that uh, oh kill switch and kill switch and uh, uh, what's eclipse name? eclipse. I wouldn't See, mind. I, I wouldn't mind getting those two. Pandora is the one that I wanted. They are uh, Pandora. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. The uh, the Irish gangster mafia lady. Yeah, the, he just man. He, uh, that's the, his baby. Yeah, he he <laughs> did he did those up like. I mean, you'd never see anything like that at classified. No. I don't think. No, you'd I mean, never see anything like that. Uh, like the amount of violence in her backstory. Because you ever read, have you ever read that comic? No, I'll have to bring it next no. week so you can re- take a look at it. The amount of violence in her backstory alone—that's why he's doing a splattered, bloody variant. Yeah, of her. I've, I've heard, I've, I've, I've heard kind of like a synopsis of her story. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, rough. It's pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's it, but it totally explains why she is the badass that she is. So, um, but, uh, anyway, uh, yep. the other thing before we, before we cut out here is, uh, uh, the, what did you think of the Indiana Jones? stuff did you oh see the retro God. you saw the retro was blasting I was, I was watching that <laughs> My, way, way michael nailed yesterday. it to the wall man it was yeah. perfect it, I, was I, mean, like, 
Well, and I forgot too, like because it was on. I got a notification through Pulse that they were doing an Indiana Jones live stream. I think it was on the 11th, so it was earlier this week. And it it I took me a little bit. I didn't see the live stream, but I mean, yeah, I, was, it, I saw the I saw the like the nitpicky parts, but I, I totally. I totally get where Michael's coming from. Yeah. I when I started watching the retro blasting, I like it took me a little bit to figure out what was going on. I was like, oh shit, this is from the live stream that they just did. And yeah, I mean I, his points are all a thousand percent valid. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> He's like, Oh, they said they took such painstaking effort. He's like, Oh, what the hell the one dude that does the customs, I forget his name now. It's got like a Star Wars name. But he's like so and so like is much closer to the original. Dan, Dan Solo. Dan Solo. That's Dan Solo. He's like you know he's much closer to the original than. Uh, well, it's funny you look at the figure that they put out, and it's I think it's exactly what he said. Uh, they, yeah. they just went out and found a bolt of fabric. Yeah, <laughs> they probably got a good deal on it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, no, the best, the biggest guffaw that I had was at the end. Like he just gets up and he walks away, and then it cuts to the guys, and then it cuts to him just smacking this whip in a field. He's like, "That's a whip. That's a whip." <laughs> But that that whip that they revealed was, I mean, it's a joke, dude. If I'm Harrison Ford, I'm pissed. I'm like, dude, just tell dude, Hasbro to not make you, any. If you want to talk to the perfect super fans for anything, pretty much like GI Joe or Action Force, not so much like American GI Joe, but Action Force, yeah, and some GI Joe, but anything Star Wars or and this guy pays attention to so much stuff. Tony Robbins from Analog Toys, yeah. and. uh uh, Michael French from Retro, Retro Blasting. Blasting. Yeah. Those, anytime, anytime those two, I, I, I got it in. That's those are the only two I got a bell on. Yeah. For any, I mean, it pops on, and well, I'm immediately watching it because I want to. And the thing is, I like, want to answer. Like when they like something, it's just like, okay, you guys are kind of gushing all over this, but we all do it. But they shit on stuff just as much as they gush over. Oh, stuff. he's. They, so I mean, as far as I'm concerned, French just puts it out there. Yeah. He's. I mean, he he shows you. What's wrong? Yep. He literally yep. shows you what's wrong. He kn- he knows as a consumer what he's looking for out of oh, what yeah. he's paying for it. Right. And I think he's I think he's very much in tune with most of the collectors which, out there. I mean, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, which but, is one of the reasons why he doesn't take sponsorship for anything because yeah. he doesn't want to have a biased opinion. He doesn't want it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And and those are honestly those are probably the best reviews that you find that are out there. Is I love Retro Blasting. You know, I went back through his back catalog. Shardimus does some good stuff, but. Yeah, he's I don't want to say he's been bought out, but he's got sponsors, you know, so I, I, I think he eases back on some stuff when he used to not do that. He's I don't know if he's got so much sponsors. He's and Pixel Dan is like that. It, yeah, he, he, it just seems like they've softened up a little bit, like the longer they've gone on. He I mean, he reviews a lot of Pixel. He sticks to mostly Motu, though. I was say, he sticks to mostly Motu. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah, well, we went a little longer than we wanted to today. But uh, that's well. One more thing. I mean, I can. I'll change this. You brought up that there's been some unconfirmed rumors about Classified doing a Haslab for the Dragonfly. Yes, I say no. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the fence. I, I'm going to bring it up at the toy show, though. I'm I mean, see it, what it, people think. If the question is, do I think that that's going to be the next Haslab? My answer is no. I think it's more cost effective for them to do something like an Awe Striker or a Vamp right now. Well, the Awestriker, they're doing like a they, they're doing a Transformers crossover on that. But that's so. for three and three quarters. It's figure. for three this, and three quarters. This would be still... a six inch scale Awestriker, though. Yeah. So, because yeah, maybe now, does it work better to have a helicopter attack a tank, or do you want to have a jeep so you could have some kind of a ground race? Yeah, I guess I get that. So, 
I but I mean it, really the creation of the, the here's what they <laughs> I I here's, think here's what they're saying it's unconfirmed rumor they're they're assuming they're they're thinking ten to ten and a half to eleven and a half inches high three feet long uh, yeah. carry two figures they think it they're thinking it would come with airborne and wild bill you'd have uh, to come with wild it'll, bill. it'll have a flight stand and it could be complete bullshit but how much would you pay for it that was the question that really snagged me so here's my what would you give up for something like that so knowing that the hiss went for 300 and what we got i'm kind of regretting that i didn't f- try to try harder to figure out a way to get that hiss that's the now, other thing what would be the what would be the tears before I get to my price point, and what, well, we can talk about tiers in a second. If you do a dragonfly, there's no way, no way at all, that you can't do that without some kind of mechanized rotors like the original had. Well, you'd have to. There's got to be some kind of gearing system in there. Now, yeah. you, you engineer that, and you build those pieces, and you machine them out. That's going to drive up the cost of that HasLab. But you cannot do that dragonfly without it is my take. I with that, I agree with, with that. With that being said, because there was nothing... That, well, here's the other thing, though. You put lights and shit in the Hiss, and it looks fantastic. So, does Hasbro make the decision to not do lights in the Dragonfly, but we do the mechanized rotor, or do they do both, and it jacks the price up? Now, if you look at the Hiss tank, you've got lights, you've got a bunch of swappable parts, and you got three figures that come with it for a price point of 300 bucks. Take away the cost. Just, you just go back $20 a figure, right? Yeah. So three three figures at $20 a figure, that's 60 bucks off the price. So actually the tank itself with the lights and all of the accessories was 240 bucks. It's not really a that bad of a deal, I don't think. Yeah. So to jump forward a little bit, I think that that I think that the Dragonfly definitely is going to be at least three. I think it would be three fifty for two reasons. I'd go. I'd be. I'd go pretty close to four. Actually. See, I, I, I think it'll probably be closer to four, but it's got to be at least three fifty. They know they can get the money because they went three hundred percent over on the his Haslab in like two days. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like they backed it in twelve hours. So they know they can get the money. People are stupid. They'll throw the money at that. With the Hiss tank, you could put those attachments on there. Some of them made sense. You had, like, the new canopy. You had the wheelbase to make it look like a classic Hiss. You had the weapons rack that came in there anyways. Um, but you had, like, the tank miss, like the, the missiles that go on the side of the missile racks. Yeah. So you, you could put stuff on that tank. What are you going to add to a helicopter? I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's going to be, if they, if they make it, it's going to be based on the, on the, the Super Cobra. The Bell Super Cobra. Well, and that's the thing. Do they change it, and then do they develop? Do they design it off of a black? That's Hawk what now? would. That's what would make me. What that's what would scare me is that they would actually take the design and change it. Right. Because you know, I mean, the dragonfly. They, the but, dragonfly's got. But that's be, the thing is, they can't do that. Because look at the it's, hiss. It's got to be an AH one Super Cobra. It's right. just. It's got to be. Right. You can't, so, can't be any other helicopter. So the hiss they did was based off the old 788 first run nineteen eighty three hiss. There's been a bunch of his tanks since then that they could have either grabbed designs from or designed it after, but they didn't. They designed it after the G1. Yeah. So they have to do the Dragonfly after the G1 because they've already set that precedent. 
And especially if you're going to price it like 350 or 400, you can't risk losing those backers. The worst case is, is you put something out there, it doesn't get backed, and now all of a sudden nobody wants to back anything from your line, a la Star Wars. Like you did the Rancor for like 300 bucks, nobody yeah. wanted it, and now that I haven't light seen lightsaber, nobody wanted that. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, nothing's gotten backed. I haven't seen any announcements on anything, so you could totally shoot the line down by doing that. Yeah, you have to be smart about it. But what are you going to add to it? Like maybe you pull out the the minigun on the side and you put in a missile rack yeah but you can't start adding shit onto a helicopter because it's going to weigh it down because it's going to look wrong so now you're kind of at like okay wild bill it would suck balls if airborne was an extra trooper out of that because if there's no other way to get or you'd have to announce that that figure is going to be released retro carded and everybody believes that the cobra commander will be re-released retro carded just without the mickey mouse logo yeah and i can see that because hasbro loves reusing molds but to announce a figure like Airborne to be the special figure to come with that, like, I think they'd be better off. That would, that would be a shot in the foot to a lot of collectors, man. Exactly. Airborne was a popular it, character. It, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> I like I like, um, I like the His Tank driver. I think it's awesome, just the stark red and the black armor. But uh, good luck if I'm ever going to get one. Like, right. So I think they'd be better off if they announced say like ripcord first or announce the airborne and then release them as like a night force version with the dragonfly you got the molds just mold it just mold it in different colors make make it special for the people that want to put the money into it but don't put a mainline figure in there yeah like right. that's just horseshit yeah so but i don't know what else they're going to do to it i mean you could put the lights in it because you've done it with the hiss you'd have to mechanize the rotor you can't just start throwing attachments onto it. Like I said, it's a helicopter, so your your tiers are probably just figures. Yeah, it, would, now. it would have to be like a ground crew kind it, of thing, it, you know? Like right, and and like honestly, bombs on, Wild bombs Bill's going to come with it. Yeah, I he's mean, not going to be a tier. Yeah, Wild Bill's going to be a, a part like he'll of it. come yeah. with it. Um, so then, but yeah, like you're right. Who do you throw into it? Like now, I know the thing with Airborne was he was he was one of the pilots, and I think his his card had him jumping out of it yeah so he'd be a perfect addition but so. there's got to be other people that you can do to it it'll be an interesting so. talking point though we'll hit that at uh, romeo con but do too. i think they're going to do that one no i think they're going to go with a jeep yeah, first i i don't think it's going to happen i don't think it's so. anyway that's going to do it for this week yeah good talk yeah yeah it's good we don't to... need run <laughs> who needs him <laughs> anyways folks uh we'll see you next week y'all take care full crew hopefully see ya autobots roll out